Welcome to What About Us, the podcast, where I, Brona Lachlan, will be introducing you to some of the people behind the What About Us musical and movement. The What About Us project aims to give a voice to a generation who are demanding change, using the international language of music and the hashtag WhatAboutUs Ripple's social media platforms. The protest musical, which premieres in Dublin next year, addresses issues such as conflict, greed, human trafficking and mental health, all wrapped up in a beautiful love story. It is being created using a collaborative process with musicians and artists from all over the globe. The storyline is being workshopped in Dublin, Jerusalem and Palestine. The movement reaches a wider audience and addresses a broader range of societal issues, including climate change, the environment, war and human rights, which affect the youth of today and tomorrow. It's an ambitious project, but one with a rapidly growing following. In today's episode, we speak with Shoshi Israeli, who's one of the co-founders of What About Us. She's also one of the creative driving forces behind the musical and the movement. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, yes, my name is Shoshi Israeli. Israeli. I was born in Jerusalem. My parents are from Iran, they are Jewish from Iran. Uh, I was brought in Jerusalem and then I left to Spain. I'm a flamenco dancer and choreographer and uh, I'm married to a Dutch guy. He's a Christian, so we have Jewish Christian home. We yeah. have three children, two live in Jerusalem, in Tel Aviv, actually in Israel, and the eldest work with my husband in Spain. So I travel between Israel and Spain all the time. I work, I work uh, here, in, now I'm in Israel, and I work in Spain, and uh, yeah, and I work, uh, of course, I'm part of What About Us for the last two years. It was two, two summers ago that I met Stephen. Brilliant. And, uh, this is the main thing I do now. Yeah, that's amazing, though. Would you say you grew up in the conflict? Yes. Of course, when I, I, when I was born, uh, Israel was a very, very young uh, state, and uh, I think from, uh, the first war I met was when I was five, the Six-Day War, 67, and uh, a lot of wars, and we lost a lot of people, even relatives in the war, and uh, yes, it's a conflict and peace as well, because throughout the years, I worked with a lot of uh, peace uh, projects and art, flamenco mainly, and uh, I saw friends coming along and uh, not just conflict, we try as artists and as peacemakers, we try to be above the conflict and uh, even in time that the bombs were falling on us uh, like two, two weeks ago, oh my gosh, we wow. called our friends and we tried to keep it uh, spirit high and to, to think like human, you know, not to be part of the the conflict and think that there are human beings on both sides and everyone is getting killed and hurt and to you know to connect to the human part less to the to the conflict. So yes, I think all my life I was part of the of the peace. <laughs> and how do you think that affected you as a person? People pray before they go mm. to bed. Yeah. And we pray and we pray for the peace of the world and I had it from very, very young. And when I was a child I felt that something is not right. You can't put your finger but you can see that it's not right, you know, why war? Even though there weren't television, we didn't have so much, uh, there was no social media, but you can feel things as a child. And uh, yeah, I think from very young, when you see the loss of human beings very near in Jerusalem, uh, it was really near to our house, but in Berlin, Bethlehem, and uh, it was like around the corner, the war. Mm. And, uh, and now it's, it's, it's again around the corner because now the bones come on top of us. So. I think uh, you feel that it's wrong and then when you grow up and you hear that 
it's not just here and it's, that's not the people and it's just something that we can't control. So you really want to be part of a movement that will change it, that will see the other person on the other side. They're not machine, they're human beings. And as I said, I think artists, you know, they can see and play something together. They would never have fight over a tune. Yeah. You know, you can disagree, but the artists, not because we are above the human being, but you you are working with a lot of, of arts. You work with, and now especially open to so many types of music that you can't say I don't love this culture because it's it's, it's a mix and, and mm. everything is remixed now. And in each tune there are thousands of tunes and cultures, so it's very very natural and very right to connect the peace process and the peace movement and what about us to music dance and and the musicals and yeah. the big movement behind because this is the way uh, you can really pass the message and of course with young people like you yeah no absolutely yeah i mean it must have just been so hard for you though because i mean speaking from my own experience i would have had a very sheltered childhood whereas it sounds like you were really immersed in it and everything so it it must have been very difficult. Yeah, and uh, to, but on the other side, we I was born to a very young, very interesting multicultural uh, country. There were Jewish from all over the world. In my history, there were people from Iraq, from Poland, from everywhere, and we won't even they won't even speak. You know, the elders won't speak the same language. Oh, right. So we as children had to connect the our parents to the culture and and the Palestinian. They were they weren't Palestinian Israel. You know, it was very open. Mm. Uh, Palestinian would come to our back garden. We had Muhammad and Fatima that would come every week. We bring their uh, the things that they pick up from the trees, like uh, uh, and we would exchange, and they would eat with us. There was there wasn't so much your Palestinian and Israeli because it was so young and people didn't live in boxes then. It was open and mm. the acceptance of 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 other people was in a different level. Because yeah. I'm, my parents are from Iran, and the Persian uh, and the Arab culture is is very similar. So if I sit with a Palestinian Arab, I feel very attached to him, to his culture, to his food, to the music, and I can sit with the Ashkenazi, a Jewish that come from Poland, and I would love him as a human being, and I can share the same religion, but as in a cultural level, I will feel less connected than to a Palestinian. So and and in these days when I was young, it was very 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 clear and very like natural to connect to the culture that 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 is next to you. If a person come from Morocco, a Jewish Moroccan, he would go to a Palestinian to to, mm. to do his shopping because it's the same market like in Morocco. Yeah, and there was no doubt, you know, it was okay. This is life and and religion. Yeah, everyone would be religious, but inside and. And in my street, we had a survivor from the Holocaust. The, oh, wow. He would go with a long coat and bread in it and spoken. As children, we thought he was crazy. We weren't so nice to him. And then when you grow up, I didn't feel anything to this man. Of course, when I was a bit older, so of course, we understood the story. But as a child, I remember myself when Muhammad and Fatima would come to our garden. And this Jewish that suffered in the Holocaust, I would go and hide behind Muhammad and Fatima because he was he was crazy, not mm. crazy. He was you know he was really sick from what happened there. He would scream and all the children we we would be very afraid of him. 
Yeah. So this is the paradox of our childhood, you know? When you don't know, so you really attach to the culture and, and the, the, the things that connect people. And not and you don't want to be like you are what you are and you connect to the person that will give you the comfort and the cultural the connection. And, the, and I think we lost it in Israel and, and all over the world. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think overall yeah. it's just, you know, it's just seeing people past what they are, isn't it? You know, just accepting everyone and just yeah, be open. To yeah, the, to exactly. And I think what about us that the the only musical that wants to connect east and west is the only musical that wants to connect above the conflict. That it's the main thing, you know, and and musicians from conflict zone. But the idea is to connect cultures that they don't have they don't have uh, in their daily life connection and to show to show the 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 the, 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 the same background you know if you take now Palestinian and Israeli of course in the music level it's it's totally connected but now with all what is happening around people are getting far and if you tell them look the food is the same the language is mm. the same the music is the same we are in the same uh, a part of the world we love the same country so let's love it and and be together in the same earth you know yeah no absolutely you're so I right i think this is yeah this is the main thing what about that so how long do you think the issue is actually going on and what exactly underpins it for me it's from the day i was born so it was there but as a child i didn't feel it as conflict because in the beginning it was the arab countries and then and Palestinian Israeli, and from my point of view, we, we would live together and we would share the market. As a child, I was in Gaza and I did shopping there and, and Hebron and mm. it was open, everything was open. With the time, it was like closing. And I don't know much about politics and I never yeah. want to know so much. So I can't go there and tell you the exact date. But uh, the conflict, I think it wasn't from the beginning. It was created by the politician because it's very easy to control the the pueblo they say in Spanish, you know, the mm. people. When you separate them and when you show how different and how bad they are. Yes. It's not a for me of course now it's a real conflict, but yeah. If you just see the person on the on the other side, there is no conflict there. Because really Palestinian Israel want to live in peace. They want to have food mm. and happy with the family. There it's not the I feel it's just uh, sometimes just uh, out of hands. Yeah, there's a lot of miscommunication out there and like misinformation. Yeah, because what you see on the media is really the the very very extremist from both sides. You don't see the the day by day the collaboration, the the hospital that Arabs, mm. Palestinian Israeli work together, and it's uh, like existing one uh, next to each other and and together. So we don't see it. And uh, I guess the conflict starts. It's all the time start on on something in the past, and then you just forget about it. But yeah, I would say it's a it's a combination of of land. It's a combination of religion. Combination of a lot of. Uh, People that don't live here, they don't mm. understand the, the situation and they come to solve something and sometimes they make it worse. You know? Yes, it's I like get mom you, yeah. comes and there are two brothers and no, just let them, if they would let the two 
a culture of the two nations to sit and, and to start to talk, you know, look at, at uh, Europe, you know, after these two mm. big wars, now it's, it's a peace, look at Ireland, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. I saw it, and, and there it was the queen, uh, the same, uh, uh, you know, the same Pueblo, the same people, the fight. Mm. It's not even Palestinian Israel, it's Irish against Irish, which is really, I saw a few documentaries because I didn't know so much about the Irish conflict, and I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, exactly. brother against brother, but like like in Spain, you know, civil war is really strong. And even in Spain, in thirty six, they had civil war. What is it like in Spain then, by comparison? About the, nobody talk about the civil war. No, it, uh, it's like it happened. No, it's really they don't. Uh, the Spaniards, this this uh, group of people, they don't go back. They don't like the Israelis that go and why. I think the Irish are the same. What happened? Why go like mm. the yeah. They're really just, okay, it happens and let's go to the future. <laughs> so, yeah, they don't really talk about it so much. There are some issues about graves and the, the, who is a, a warrior, the people that were with Franco or the Republican, but it's really very in the edge of the news and they don't really, it's mm. not a conflict in the daily life. Yes. You okay. would never know who is a, a Republic or who was with Franco or not an yeah. issue so much. Anymore. Yeah, and what, what encouraged you to move to Spain? Uh, but why? Why? Because I lived in Holland with my husband for a while, and then we decided we want to live in a country that it's not his or mine to have gotcha. a first stop. And then we both love uh, Spain, and I, my dream was to learn how to dance flamenco. So oh. There's a lot of flamenco. I love flamenco. So yeah. It's like, I can see every week a show and uh, yeah, dance a lot. And yeah, no, definitely. So I, I mentioned in one of my questions about whether or not you brought your children up in the conflict or were they were they somewhere else? Now, in the last conflict, so we were all here in the last conflict and I have my son and my daughter, they both went to the army. They, oh, they okay. To be in the army, but... The condition was they don't have any direct contact with the Arab or Palestinian uh, society and uh, yeah, they, they weren't so they were in like special units that didn't, didn't okay. have any con direct contact but anyway they both live in Tel Aviv and mm. one of our Zoom meeting with Julie yeah. so suddenly they were bombing Tel Aviv like 150 bombs fell in no time so I left the, the Zoom and I went to Tel Aviv like to save them no it's like it's like if 150 bombs fall on Dublin, it's the, it's the center of Israel. Mm, I got you, yeah. It was two weeks very tense because it was tense for, for, for everyone. And my child, she didn't go to the army. She is pacifist. She lives in Spain and she was in the middle of the war, the last conflict, you know, and she was terrified. She didn't want to go anywhere. We were like sitting in the middle of the night, bomb fell next to where we were. We had to run to the shelter. It was, I was used to it, even though I was mm. shaking. You would be terrified. You'd be yeah. very anxious and everything. Like uh, you probably struggled to even sleep with it all going on for fear yeah. something would happen. Yeah. And my family is all everywhere. What did, one day I was in Jerusalem and bomb fell on the way. And I was with my mother. She's 80 years old. And we say, what is that like? Yeah, you you are really not protected. It was so hard. You see, and of course that the people in Gaza will feel the same. You know, it's just uh, so stupid.
yeah and it, it must be really hard yeah yeah and one day we decided to go to the beach because it was calmer and then we had some bombs in the beach like on top of us and i was shaking and said i said let's go to the beach and meditate <laughs> Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine what that would be like. I've never heard a bomb going off or anything. Like should and nobody should hear bomb, you know. And I lived for 30 years in Spain, so I, I missed the last two wars in Israel. So for me it was like this is still happening. It brought me directly to my childhood. Even was here, there, on both sides, you know, next to the where my son lived, a bomb fell and people got killed. It was really in the middle of Tel Aviv. Like middle of Dublin, sign with bombs. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really very strange that we still have war, you know, in this century and why. Yeah, no, absolutely, that would be terrifying. I can't even imagine it. Do you know that way when you haven't experienced it yourself, you can't even don't. picture it. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, don't because it's like you can't. It's like the COVID, but a million times more because in the COVID, at least if you are at home and you put a mask and. It's, it's crazy to hear that people are like actually out hurting other people it's very yeah. upsetting as well it's just like come on can we all just get along we're all the, we are all the same yeah but you know i think that yeah and now with the media social media the labels are getting bigger. yeah exactly yeah. yeah i mean like do you think social media and the normal media are spinning the wrong narrative or what would you think I think it's a very, very narrow, yeah, very narrow narrative. I think that we just show what is wrong and what the other did wrong. And we should look at the, the things that are connecting the humanity. Mm. You, it's the only way to go out, you know, and 
like it's the global warming. If we don't work together, it's one, it's one, it's one, it's one place. Israel yeah. is one place, Palestine, Israel, the same earth. We have to think that it's it's one and nobody, it doesn't belong to me or to you. We have to work here together. Yeah. And to see, of course, I have my home and, and you have your home and you have your culture. Respect it and we have to work together and to show. And really, there are so many things that are really the same between the two cultures that we really have to make strong strength and to give the young generation like you the, 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 the way to, to work with, 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 with the, not the, the, the conflict, but with yeah. what we want to achieve as a, as a culture. Yeah. What do we want? We want to be, you know, to live in a, because what we did, it wasn't so good for you, you know, our, our generation. Mm, no, it's not absolutely. The best we left. Now it's, it's getting worse, you know, everything is like a mess. So we have to clean it. It's our duty to clean a bit for you that you get a better yeah. work to do. No, with. exactly. Yeah, that's the ultimate goal is just leaving behind something better. And I think, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm big into, you know, the environment and protecting it and everything. That's kind of how I got involved with this and everything, you know, that sort of way. Um, but the difference with the environment and the war is with the war, you're actually like seeing people being hurt. Whereas with the environment, it's a bit hidden, you know, that kind of way, like we're not seeing the actual damage to the earth unless someone actually goes and like gets evidence of that. So I think that's more of a reason to act quicker, isn't it? Just because we're seeing all this pain happening. Yeah, and uh, yeah, to really combine, uh, yeah, between the two cultures. But in Israel, there are a lot of peace movement that really do that. And they do marvelous work. They're part of the What About Us movement. There is the combat for peace that there are soldiers from both sides. Oh, okay. decide to leave the, the violence behind and they really work just for peace and they do marvelous work. Hmm. There's another group that called Sulka and they gather Palestinian Israel to talk about this, uh, you know, face to face, human to human, yeah. about the uh, issues and they try to solve issues. And, and there are thousands of, of this of this. Uh, uh, yes, uh, organization. The only thing, what about us? Will will bring it to a bigger stage, and it will get to a wider audience, and it will mm. be like global. So here, it's on the ground. It's in Israel, Palestine. Yeah. No, absolutely. The object of of what about us is like really to change the status quo in in universe, in the universe, or in Earth, or, or to bring it to so many people that. People will think, you know, the idea of the what about us is to bring a story and music and dance and, and staging that will, when the audience will go out of the of the theater, they will think, you know. Mm, exactly. They, they, yeah. they will stay uh, uh, without questioning and uh, they won't be indifferent. They will have to question and, and how we will change it, you know, it, has, it will move. Uh, from the moment they step the, the theater until the mo moment they leave. And uh, yeah, we're talking about really, really very professional, marvelous music that is creating. And, uh, the musicians are from all over the world. And uh, of course, uh, from conflict areas, mm. Palestinian, Israel, from Spain, Australia, Turkey, of course, Ireland. It's like a global movement. And because of the COVID, we worked online. Yeah. 
No, exactly. Marvelous. I think there's 300, 400 pieces of music that he's already created. Oh, wow. That's amazing, isn't it? Wow. It's amazing. And, and so many colors, so many cultures, so many combinations. Yeah. And it's in Turkish and in Yemen because I just from Yemen. And in Spanish, of course, and in, uh, of course, in English and Hebrew and Arabic. And, uh, it's endless of, of cultures and uh, yeah, it will bring like a test that we are multicultural and you can be different but still love and respect yeah. the other person. We, we don't have to be the same, all with longness and pretty faces and perfect uh, body shape. We can be mm. whatever we want and we yes. all have our... <laughs> and please, uh, yeah, respect our difference and our gender and our love and our creation and our... And, and our religion, you know, I'm a religious too, and I'm very proud of it. And mm. I believe in God, and my husband is atheist, he's not yeah. a believer, and his mother is a Catholic, and we are happy. We celebrate all the holidays. And so. That's brilliant. I love how you just summed all of that up with love and gender and everything. It's great. Um, mm -hmm. Amazing. And it's just so, it's so true is the thing as well. How did you actually get involved with What About Us? We have a mutual friend, uh, Stephen and I, uh, he's uh, from uh, Italy. He was my student for flamenco like 20 oh, years okay. ago. But he worked with the UN and he worked with a lot of um, dialogue between Palestinian and Israel and the holy places. He wrote a few books, so he's really known in this area. And he has his own organization in Italy and like I think 20 few years ago, we organized in, with UNICEF a very big workshop in Madrid mm. people from Asia, from Israel, from conflict, but was really the, the very extremist. Mm. And the idea is to bring them to Spain and to show them that the, first it was a lot of dialogue and a lot of talking, but we show them that the culture, the flamenco culture is uh, really it's built on and Al-Andalus, of course, Arab influence and Jewish, and of course, the, what was in Andalusia, the Catholic. And to show that the, in Spain, in the past, there were the three religions lived together, and we can bring it back to the present. It's just, uh, uh, it's us. And uh, in this workshop, we separate the participant to dance movement, to as singing to percussion and we'd sing in few languages and we'd play percussion like Arab, Jew, uh, it was like mm. all multicultural and then we took, we asked each participant to bring something from his garden or from his, where what something that is really for him important and we took a very long thread of uh, thread and uh, yeah. a lot of colors and the, we would dance with no shoes and colors on it with the movement, you know, everyone would play and we would, what we dance, what we learn. And then we hang it and each one put his, what he brought from, from his heart. And yeah. It was similar, the Palestinian Israel, because the same. Like the Spaniards brought something totally different, but the Israeli brought stones or shell from the sea or uh, leaves, you know, or leaves. Mm. And I said, look, even in this, we have the same. And we hang it. And it was beautiful. It was like one week, and in the beginning it was very hard. People from Asia didn't want to dance with me because I was so Israeli, I was Israeli. And by by the end of the week, it was really beautiful, and we could talk. And uh, 
So there I worked the first time I worked with Enrico, uh, mm. our mutual friend, but then from yeah. then I did uh, hundreds of workshops in Spain, in Israel, and uh, with, I had my school in, in Spain for flamenco mm. with my students. It is the main thing I do, and of course my dancing group, and even when we would travel to to perform, like we performed from India to Chicago, I don't know, 20, 30 countries. And all the time the idea was to take the flamenco and the culture and the musician in the in the place where we have been and to connect, you know, to come mm. and really to look what is like yeah. in India, which is totally different uh, culture. In India is really, you know, circular, it's mm. on the flamenco, it's like very dry and how you connect this and yeah. This. It sounds really yeah. interesting, though. It sounds like your body gets really in touch with the music. So that's how you kind of got involved. And then what do the workshops kind of involve? In the in Jerusalem, the Jerusalem workshop, the idea, of course, we have this 80 musicians that worked online. So the idea is to, now that in Israel we don't have COVID, it's really to, to throw ideas to band labs, to okay. applications. Uh, the the ideas are connected, of course, to specific scenes that uh, Des and Aaron brought, uh, and then we we are going to choose one or two ideas, and we were going to go to the studio and start to develop the ideas. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, there are there is a lot of music that already was written, so then the music that we think that is good enough for a scene it will be developed to this scene and uh, this is from the music uh, point of view and here we have of course a musician by seeing Israel working in the same space and looking for not for conflict looking for the tune that they're both like. yeah and, uh, yes it's really marvelous when you sit together you never know who is who and uh, with the story workshop, so there are two organizations, Combats for Peace and the Surkhas. So the idea is to Combats for Peace, their headquarters in East Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. They have a theater space. So we are going to work with the theater group of uh, Combats for Peace. And uh, they have the story in Hebrew, English, and Arabic, which group like the Palestinian will bring it with the Palestinian head and the Israeli. And then we will meet and we will discuss uh, how they see, for example, the love story between Fatima, which is Muslim, and Max, which is Jewish, mm. and uh, what do they think about the conflict, if the way the conflict in Jerusalem is written is strong enough. It's, I think more than 50% of the musicians are professional, and they top, top professional. Okay, and, so, and, yeah. And, and the Combats for Peace, they are professional theater group, so... Here we work more with professionals, but still we they are not professional that they are like there are a lot of young professionals, you know, between 20 yeah. and 30. And we have a part of the musicians that are older, but the idea is that there's a combination of ages and gender, of course, but even if a eldest musician we write something on stage, we will work with a young artist. Mm. Okay. But the collaboration is yeah, is with uh, not just very very young. We have young, but yeah. And is there going to be any like dancing? Like, are you teaching your dancing? 
we were we we had a lot of workshop on the story for the last few months the creative team and there we brought up the ideas of staging of uh, a choreography a movement for each uh, scene and of course it won't be just flamenco i was looking at uh, at the you can look at this beautiful Paris opera. They took hip hop and they combined it with the uh, mm. opera for one of the scenes. And we were looking at Nina Bausch, I don't know if you know her, and uh, Bacheva, which is the most important uh, modern dance uh, company in Israel, Nareen, mm. and uh, there's a Pakistani dancer in London that does a combination between Katak and modern. And he walks with the, on the stage with big walls and with the, with the earth and it's really And then we're looking at, at what they would wear. So for me, Matt was with a skirt and without shirt and full of tattoos, you know? Yeah. And to, the idea is really to bring it to the, to the young generation and the, and the staging. We were just talking about ideas, but for me, it's minimalistic. It's not a stage of musical. It's more like a wall, a mm. line, a, something minimum, and to bring the minimum uh, uh, object to stage. Because in the moment you bring object, you really have to walk with it. You have to feel it. You have to bring it alive. And the, the approach is it's different. It's like to do a dance theater musical and. To work with a lot of modern dancing and uh, the first part is really beautiful and very uh, soft so i thought i thought to bring a hologram you know what is a hologram oh wow a, a dancer you know a dancer is yeah. a hologram and we are talking about uh, to put uh, the social media on stage and to connect to the phone of the public it's it's really the i don't want to to, to give you all the secrets but <laughs> It's really a musical, it's out of the box, and it's so many people all over the world work around it, and uh, there are thousands of changes. It's a very vivid pro project because there was, I never worked in a project like that. But every, mm. day, every day someone brings another idea, and we go with it, and we check it, and go back, and uh, it's really a lot of work, but really interesting, and really with such a big uh, change for the world, so for me it's fascinating. Mm. No, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And have you done projects like this before? Uh, I did a theater dance. Uh, I didn't do musical, but it's very similar because I did a lot of work with the gay society in Spain. And uh, we did a lot of projects like in, you know, in Iran, they kill gay people. So we did a lot of uh, uh, dance theater. Mm inside in, on, on the main uh, stage in, in Madrid and so it was the same you know taking we build the story we build the performance we would dance on barefoot on water and we will be happy yeah from up and really not just the, the idea the idea is to really with your body and with what you have around to to make the audience feel you know with the concept yeah. feel the the, the, the what, what is happening and uh, yeah, I did a lot of projects like that. So, but not in this, uh, not such a universe, a big uh, musical. Yeah. And sometimes my my legs are shaking, but I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> Your legs just want to get up and dance. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like this is, I feel like this is the first of its kind in a way, do you know, like I've never, I've never seen anything else like this really. So I suppose when I first heard about it, I was just thinking like, obviously great idea to do a musical and have a movement, but how does someone, you know, come up with that? And why is that a more effective way to, I suppose, communicate it than, you know, your usual methods like the media? Uh, I think the media will be part of the musical, but the media is, is just the screen in the end, no? Mm. You sit alone in a room, usually with your headphones, and you are with yourself. So you can really explore everything, but it's you and yourself. In the minute that you are in a, a big or a small theater and there is a human being next to you, and you hear is like like wow something happened so it's it's a different thing it's a human mm. energy yeah. and you connected to a human being in front of you and the things are happening in real time and on the beat boom boom it's like big it's like your heart you know yeah it's one heart in 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 the theater space and we're all connected to the to the beat of the heart the beat of the music the energy is the same you know, when you go on stage to bring the audience to the same uh, peace of mind that you want to, to start, a, it's, it's, it's work, you know, and then in the moment you have the audience where you want and to, to lead them the journey mm -hmm. you want, and in the end you, you close this journey and you, you release them to the, to the street with, with thoughts. It's major. It's, you feel it, you, you hear it, you smell it, you, you touch it, it's fun. And, and the idea that this experience will even start before the actual musical will start, it's really thinking out of the box. And it will go on uh, like after. A lot of times when I did shows, and so what we did, the audience will clap and we will leave and we will run out and we will, we will wait for the public in the foyer, in the, like in the entrance of the, of the theater. And they will be shocked. We would go with a party that we left the stage with the same party, the same music, pa 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 pa, to the foyer. And when they would go out, they would say, "We just left it there. Oh, they are here." And then suddenly you dance with them, and they can talk to you, and and you break this wall, and you you know, it's the experience has to be different, and the, mm. and the message has to break the status quo. And it's, I don't think that the public has to come and suffer. No, they have to go through journey that will open their eyes, but in with a beautiful story beautiful staging mm. beautiful movement and on top beautiful music and lyrics yeah and if you talk about a multicultural musical which is not just in english you know irish or whatever broadway if you want to bring it let's say to israel part of the of the musical is movement it's much easier and music a big movement of, of opening your arms it's happiness because and if you close it's sadness and if you I don't know if you just uh, do something with your mm. body strong, so it's like I'm not comfortable. And yeah, a lot of a lot a lot you can say just with the movement and then with music and and minimum lighting and minimum staging and open stage and really break the, the ideas of musical thousands of things and uh, moving things. Oh, it's our body, our voice. You should see the opera, Paris opera with the hip hop and. Now it's nothing on stage. A group of people, a tribe, each one is has an, his individual dance, and they move together and on the beat and the combination. And this is the idea that we are different, and we still can have a marvelous. What about us? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
<laughs> no, you're so right, though. Like, um, I feel like, you know, media and everything is amazing for, you know, sharing a message. But I just don't think it sinks in about these issues. You know, I think there's there is something to say for seeing things and also for showing a masterpiece as well. You know, I mean, what was your reaction to first reading the story? What did you think? I think it's really piece of art. I think uh, Shikla is a brilliant writer. And uh, and I think the work that has been done and still we are doing it even get uh, get deeper and, and bring more layers up and it's endless. You know, the way she wrote it, it's really mm. amazing how she combined the keywords and the jumping time beautiful and connected the island to Jerusalem and and there is a lot of connection of course you know the conflict mm. with like how the conflict was solved in in Ireland and bring it to the Middle East so and the, and I think yes there is a long journey to do with the story because every time a young uh, artist reads it he has his very strong uh, opinions yes <laughs> And uh, it's nice to hear what the young generation saying and still keep the story solid and uh, and still after hearing all the opinion, the creative team takes the, the, the ideas and put it in and work with it. And yeah, we change things and we add things. This is the idea, you know? Mm, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the social media has a big part. It's really very, and a lot of issues that we talked about and we brought in, they were really like what the younger generation, you know, a lot of issues, of course, climate change, but more issues that they are like hiding underneath. Yeah. And we really, they are part of it. Of course, not all the, all the issue has the same uh, peso, the same like importance, Mm. but a lot of issues are there and the, and a lot of issues, you know, you maybe you don't really go deep, but the audience will feel them and they will have to think about them. Yeah. The idea is just to open, to open up and to, to make people aware of, of what is happening. And maybe there is a different way to do things. You know? Maybe you are, can make a small change in your house, in your neighborhood, in your community. It's not the, we don't all have to be very famous and go... doing everything perfect it's just being aware of it and trying to make changes really isn't it how do you think people have actually taken to the musical and the movement like what has the response been kind of from other people so in the beginning we started um with uh, like in israel person uh, with just a note uh, on facebook mm. use the social media yeah for good <laughs> and uh, i think we got like 200 musicians that were interested oh that's amazing yeah yeah and it was amazing really and then we started to build the uh, bands online and a lot of music was created there and um, I, and 
then of course uh, all the connection from Australia and the Turkey, of course Ireland. Mm. And then you see that there is like people are thirsty for a change and, and especially artists, you know. The, yeah. They really just want to, you know, the other one to play and to 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 create. Creation is really a of of destroying. The human being want to create. It's uh, it's an our nature. Mm. And then on we we had uh, like two uh, one Palestinian musician that uh, he couldn't because of the COVID he couldn't go and have gigs. He couldn't uh, leave his village behind the wall mm. and come and work in Israel. Yeah. He was, Musician, Palestinian, uh, agreed to do a, a concert for him, and we recorded in like no time on phones, music, and we broadcast, and we had on Facebook Live a concert with musicians that all the musicians gathered and give them music to 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 have uh, I would say to collect money for him, and yeah, and he got the money and he could uh, feed his family till the COVID was over. And, mm. It's not just we, we talk, we really do things, uh, and there are marvelous connections between the music, the music, the musicians, but they do know each other and they collaborate here and even online, you know, between the, the countries. So I think it's, yeah, people are really thirsty to be part of a movement that is different and, and that it's serious and that it's international. And I hope that the musical will be a big success and that it will change the status quo. And we hope, I hope that our generation will be really a better place for your generation, for my children, for you, and that we'll make this place a better place for all of us. Thanks so much for tuning into the second episode of the What About Us podcast. Be sure to follow all of our social media platforms at hashtag WhatAboutUsRipples.